Good afternoon. This is Bill Young, and welcome to Prayer in Lunch Podcast. Today is the feast day of Lady of Fatima. And we're coming down to the wire of our uh, do-it-yourself retreat, concentration, consecration to Mary. And it's the final five days, synthesis and review, day number 29, St. Louis de Montfort. So today we ask for Our Lady of Fatima to pray for us. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. So now we're continuing on with our do-it-yourself retreat. 33 Days of Morning Glory. If you'd like this little booklet, uh, you could order it online or call Anna at 305-205-2907. And this was prepared by Father Michael Gately. As again, today is Day 29, St. Louis de Montfort. It states here, Father uh, Michael Gately states, for four weeks, we've been reflecting on the, what Marian consecration is all about, and we've been covering a lot of material. While our prayers and program of daily pondering of texts has helped us discuss some of the information, we can still go deeper. To do this, we need what Pope John Paul calls Mary's wise capacity for remembering and embracing in a single gaze of faith. We could develop this wise capacity by considering what we're doing all along, namely pondering in our hearts, but now with more refined focus. To give, it, give us this more refined focus, we each week of a retreat, we have chosen these words and summarizes a given week's teaching. So over the next four days, we'll be reflecting these words each day, pondering and meaning the Marian consecration. I'm confident that we, if we dedicate ourselves to more refined prayer and pondering, we'll be able to embrace the truth of Marian consecration in a single gaze of faith. After the four days of review, we will find a synthesis of what we learned in a single formula, consecration that aims to capture the essence of the Marian consecration. Day number 29, St. Louis de Montfort. Three words summarizes, summarizes what we learned from St. Louis de Montfort. One, passion, two, baptism, and three, gift. Let's ponder each one in turn. Passion. Recall that St. Louis inherited his father's fury temper. This could lead to a disaster, but Louis consecrated himself to Jesus through Mary. He allowed Mary to take charge of his life and to do with him as she willed. 
And what did Mary do with him? She set him on fire. She transformed his holy anger into a blazing holy fire. She acted with her spouse, the Holy Spirit, to fill Lewis with passion and zeal for Christ. And he proceeded to set all of Brittany on fire with love for Jesus, to incarnate wisdom. Not only Brittany, Demosthenes inspired teaching blazed through centuries, igniting saints, popes, even poor sinners with a burning love for God. We may not have been born with St. Louis' fairy temper, but we could all use a portion of this zealous spirit. We could all use the greater outpouring of the Holy Spirit, who stirs the souls into flame and fills with the Holy Spirit, who stirs the souls into flame and fills them with the holy fire. How do we invite all this fire? How do we call it down? By intimidating the Rockford's example of going to Mary, depending on Mary, being with Mary. For Lewis himself says, when the Holy Spirit, Mary's spouse, finds a soul united to Mary, he files there, he enters there, his fullness. He communicates himself to that soul abundantly and to full extent to which makes room for his spouse. The Holy Spirit wants to work with his wonders even in our day. He wants to raise up new saints and great saints. Why then does he do so rarely? According to the Montfort, it is because he really finds us superficially great union with Mary. In the final stretch that leads to consecration day, may we go with a great zeal to give ourselves completely to Mary and allow the Holy Spirit to fly to us, fill us with the holy passion and fire. Baptism. St. Louis places his devotion to Mary, swaley within the mystery of Christ. The best example of this is how he begins his formula for consecration with to renew our baptismal vows. For the baptism is all about Christ. At baptism, we transform into the members of the body of Christ, made into others Christ. Baptism also do with the Holy Spirit. It says, because it's Holy Spirit, the first form Christ, it is the Holy Spirit who continues to form other Christ, the members of the Christ body, and every baptism. Now, who does the Holy Spirit use to form Christ? He uses Mary, even though he has no absolute need of her. So, for example, he may use a Mary at the Annunciation, which led to the birth of Jesus Christ, our Savior. He may use a Mary just before Pentecost, 
which led to the birth in the body of Christ, the church. He makes us of Mary every baptism, which gives birth to other Christ, the members of his body. The Holy Spirit always makes us Mary to give birth to Christ, and more he finds the soul that's united to Mary, the more active and mighty he becomes in producing Jesus Christ in that soul and soul in Jesus Christ. It is fitting then that Demosthenes has used renewal of our baptismal promise to context of giving our silence to Mary, for it is her job with the Holy Spirit to bring grace of baptism to its fulfillment. Baptism isn't the end. It's a marvelous beginning. It's a glorious new morning. Yes, it transforms us, making us the members of Christ's body. But there's more work to be done. Baptism is an already but not yet reality. It already makes up us to Christ, a member of his body, but not yet fully formed. In Christ, and after baptism, we still have to grow in Christ. It's Mary's job to oversee and nature this growth with spirit. Thus, there's no question of Demosthenes' devotion to Mary, taking away from Christ. Mary's whole goal is to lead us to Christ and to bring us to the point where we can say with St. Paul, it is no longer that I can live, but Christ. The whole goal of a true devotion to Mary is our ongoing and post-baptismal transformation in Christ. The gift. It's, it's only we have courage to give ourselves completely to Mary. Then we experience the Marian consecration to an incredible gift. More ever now we give ourselves to her, the more we experience the greatness of this gift. We gave and she gives back infinitely more. We give her our sinful slaves, and she gives us her immaculate heart. We give her our own major merit, and she not only arguments and purifies them with her perfect love, but she gives us infinitely greater merits and graces. We become an empty, but having given her all, she fills us with the Spirit of God. She cares for our family and friends and loved ones on our behalf, even better than ourselves can do. She anticipates our needs and orders every detail of our lives for the greater glory of God. The path of holiness with her is the path of roses and honey, compared to the walking without being consecrated to her. Indeed, she makes even our crosses and trials 
and to soften sweet, moreover she protects us from temptations and attacks the evil one. Belonging completely to Mary is the quickest and easiest and surest way to Jesus. If we were to fully realize how great a gift consecration to Jesus through Mary will almost never stop smiling and praising God for giving it. Today's prayer. Spend the day pondering the marvelous Miriam, Miriam teachings as it summarizes by these three words, passion, baptism, and gift. Amen to that. And God bless you all. And we'll pray today.